Okay, let's see. I I'm got the levels. Talking. I it got the levels. Like I got my yeah. guys. It looks I got good. Got my little guys. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't know. I. I feel like there's a. You can be too close to the mic to where. Hell yeah. To where it's like, it sounds like the mic is in your mouth, and I don't even mean, like mm. here where I'm really close. But I, okay, this is probably not going to be conducive to us finishing in 40 minutes, is it? <laughs> Lady. <Lady. laughs> Trying out your levels? Yeah, sorry. Um, I think this looks pretty. This looks this looks pretty good. Okay. Ladies, gentlemen, and gender-neutral fans all across the globe, welcome to the fourth Adam Sandler podcast. Oh, yeah. You're on it, yeah. All right. All right, tonight, and I mean tonight, Blended. it's a late night, this is your late night special Blended. episode coming in live. That's true, it is Essentially live, unedited, <laughs> unless we say someone's last name on accident and have to bleep it out. Um, talking about... Adam Sandler? Yeah, shh, but no, Adam, no. it's Adam. Adam. Um... Yeah, yeah, isn't it funny? We don't worry about Adam or anybody else, but we worry about our our many fans, like <laughs> Cynthia and oh, Sierra, yeah. and that is it. <laughs> is yeah, Cynthia still well, a fan? Think, is Cynthia still watching? Uh, I think she kind of fell off, but uh, yeah, that happens. <laughs> I just Me we haven't too. heard from her on the email. <laughs> we haven't heard from her on the email. Either. Yeah, that's the in a while. So I there's no way to know. It's, crickets on that email I know probably someone's out there and they probably typed in a draft into the email yeah um and deleted it like five times <sighs> and like no 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 but it's coming but you know what we really do want to hear from we you. really do if you were whoever is out there if you're listening and you're one of those people who's thought you know i really want to write a letter in but yeah. i just don't i don't know if it's my place it is your place god <laughs> it's your place please <laughs> listen the bystander effect i get it but you are the one you we need you someone yes someone out there is like okay they're right and then they're like writing it please stop <laughs> i i am the only one who can do this i don't i don't know why they listened this far <laughs> into this episode and now they're like oh you know what i will i'm gonna stop it's got to be thing. someone who's not super familiar with podcasts and just for somehow they're like apple music algorithm or their <laughs> podcast algorithm just only sent them this one and they were like this is the news this is what they call news damn it again the radio. i hate yeah. the radio what's the internet has ruined the radio are you getting that that radio station that adam sandler one that's all i get and very infrequently i'll say i'd love to listen daily but <laughs> Must be other stuff to talk about. <laughs> there isn't. Uh, there's nothing. Um, so tonight we're going to be talking about the 2014. Uh, I'd call it a rom com, yeah. Blended, starring yeah. Adam Sandler and Blended. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, right on. Third, third, the thirds, third, take. third, yeah, uh, third movie with both. Uh, of them in it. And an Adam I know what you And I know what you're thinking. Third time's a charm. Yeah. And you were right. You were right. It is the best. It's the best. 
um, way better than The Wedding Singer, way better than Fifty First Dates. Just, I would say, the best one. You know, let's skip all the talk and let's just say, let's go straight to recommendations. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, do you want to uh, bring us in on this one? Do you feel like? Yeah. Given us. Sure. Okay. I'll bring us in. I, I I'm gonna I do the next one because I don't name. know the last time that you that I did one. So, but I could do I it, but you, yeah. but you, you do it, and it's it's Jim, and Lauren. Okay. Those are their names. Let me. I'm gonna turn down the cool the air oh, in this okay. room. Go for it. I can already hear my computer. Go for it. Overheating. You are now crossing the plane. So real quick before Chris gets back, um, Kevin Nealon's in this one again. And yeah, I don't know. I just I need to keep this thing in like the freezer or some shit. That's fair. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. What did you say, Jim and somebody? Uh, Jim and Lauren. Yeah. Lauren and Jim. Okay. Well, we got a. Uh, Adam Sandler plays Jim. Hmm. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You got this. Uh, they're on. We open on a date, right? Date night. <laughs> they're uh, okay. They're both uh, singles. They used to have. Who used to be married they are no longer married for different reasons uh drew barrymore and adam sandler and they try a uh, blind date doesn't go very well uh they actually go to hooters drew barrymore is kind of like it's pretty really? hacky yeah he's not even like paying very much attention to her he's like staring at the tv uh he drinks some of her beer i think all <laughs> of it she's in the bathroom <laughs> okay all of it um, just stuff like that. So she's like, I don't, uh, that blind date didn't work out for me. He's also, he works at Dick's Sporting Goods uh, with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He wore his... Or, uh, I should have saved his... that. I should have saved that for the camera. Oh, no, that's okay. Sorry. He works at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, and he wore his outfit to the date. So no, you know, not disparaging anybody who works at Dick's Sporting Goods, but no one should wear their work uniform to a date. Unless you're no, a clown, stinks. I think that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> or a magician. Yeah. Because, as we know, if you're a magician, uh, you have lots of hidden pockets. Mm -hmm. So if you wear your work outfit to your date, then you can reach into your hidden pocket and make uh, flowers appear. That would be cool. Also, when you get your um, – when the waitress or waiter comes by and says, would you like a box with that, you can say, no, I have a pocket for it. And you just put all your leftovers into various pockets, and that's good for the environment, my friend. Yeah. Then you for, you lose one. <laughs> you just forget. Yeah. You reach in and you're like, "Is this your old pizza crust? <laughs> what? <laughs> Two onion rings." Yeah, and like all of your family and friends come out and they're like, we're so disappointed in you. We knew you would <laughs> oh, fail. No. That's the worst, being God, a magician how when did that you, happens. How have you seen the recurring nightmare that I have <laughs> every night? You're did a, you read my dream journal? Well, your college foray into, into experimental film, I think, was, you know, you shouldn't have oh. put that up on YouTube, I guess. And also, right in the description, this is the nightmare that I have every night. <laughs> well, anyway, these two people, they they didn't work out. Uh, let's 
see, somehow they end up, <laughs> somehow, um, I think Drew Barrymore's friend. So this is, yeah, is I feel like you were getting to one of the cool a, things about the movie. Go ahead. Drew Barrymore's friend is dating a um, wealthy older man. Uh, but then she realizes that he has a bunch of kids. Uh, for whatever reason, she thinks, I'm trying to live the fun, single, no kids life. Yeah. She's so a one-winged like, dove, as Stevie Nicks yeah. once said. Yeah, she's out of here. So she's like, well, shit, I have these however many tickets to um, this resort that we were going to go to uh, with all the kids, but now you can buy my tickets. I don't know why. I don't really know why she has the exact number that is Drew Barrymore and Drew Barrymore's gym. It's, be- it's because... The guy, so she's dating Dick, who owns Dick's Sporting Goods, and he has five kids. That's, yeah. And yes. Drew Barrymore has two, and Adam Sandler has three daughters. Right, but why did the the person that was dating Dick, Drew Barrymore's friend, why did she have three tickets? She didn't she really. What it was Barrymore. is like when she, I think they never talk about this, but I think what it is is simultaneously. Jim is calling Dick and saying, "Hey, if you have those tickets still, yes. I'd love to have them." And Lauren is calling, or Lauren is telling De- Jim's Dick's girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, that ex-girlfriend. she wants the tickets. So I think what happened was Dick had seven tickets and was like, "You know what? I'll just give them to everybody." And yeah. maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't want to go to this resort in South Africa with I, my kids. Why would no her lady? Yeah, yeah. Why would her friend? So I can't do that. So maybe that's what it was. Is like. Dick, you know, Dick's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend calls him and says, hey, my friend wants three of those tickets. And he's like, sure. And then Jim yeah. calls him and says, hey, I want four of those tickets. And he's like, all right, I have four more left. Here you go. But yeah. it's, it is surprising that they get to Africa and yeah. it's like, wait, you're here? Oh, no. And we're sharing a room. Like, neither yeah. Dick nor Lauren's friend thought it might be worth telling either of them that they would have to share a room even though they really didn't hit it off on their date that seems just plain silly um if you ask me well i don't know if they knew all that that might they've known that would dick know that he'd be like oh these two people they didn't hit it off on their date should i tell them well her friend did because her friend saw the guy but maybe dick didn't talk to the friend see there's like there's a it's not a plot hole it's just like something that's been skipped over and i don't know what really well, Dick, happened. he's not he, he he's he's kind of in his head you know he's a working man yeah yeah i i think he's more of a dreamer ah but so he's not he does, the only one yeah he's kind of a dreamer and he's kind of like daydreaming a lot of the time yeah he's not mm. the only one <laughs> cue john lennon's imagine <laughs> dj uh, okay alexa um, yeah um, I I'm so I feel like when you were working your way through kind of the the premise of this movie, it was yeah. it was clear to me and reminded me that this movie has a really weird structure. Like its opening act is very strange, because usually like the first scene is someone not on a date with the person that they're going to have like the meet cute with, right? It's there's 
this movie doesn't have the meat cute where you like stumble upon somebody at a diner yeah. or you know you're a, a failed wedding singer who just got dumped and you see this waitress who's really mm-hmm. sweet or something like that mm-hmm. instead they have a first meeting and they can't stand each other those they were both, both other Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore movies those were uh, deep deep cuts I believe they called that if anybody's listening um yeah so they both hate each other they both try to get out of the you know they they both manage to leave the day early um and then i think what we watch is i feel like i watched for like a half an hour a movie flailing to figure out how are we going to bring these two characters back together what is going to be the method of bringing them back together because like in real life what would happen is if one of them had a change of heart they would probably just call the other one up or whatever but it's like we need some super convoluted situation to bring them back together and it's kind of in that way it's kind of like um just go with it where you know you have this whole i have to create this whole scenario where Mm -hmm. you're my jennifer anderson is adam sandler's ex-wife and she's gonna go with uh-huh. him to Hawaii, but also my girlfriend is gonna movie. come along, and it it very much had the blended vibe to it, or that um yeah that just go with it vibe yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it did. It but really yes. reminded me of it. So so the kind of yeah. I feel like really the inciting incident of this movie is nothing that happens in the first act. The inciting incident is we're stuck in Africa together. What do we do? We don't. Yeah. It's two people who don't like each other, and they're stuck in Africa. What are they supposed to do? With all their kids. With all their kids. Because in the first act, we're also introduced to uh, Drew Barrymore's two sons. Yes. Uh, one who is a uh, well, they make a lot. Of, he's an adolescent, so they make jokes about him masturbating, coming into uh, that kind of adolescence. I. The other one's kind of hyperactive, maybe, or yeah, just uh, so her friend yeah, who um, I don't yeah. remember her. I mean, this is getting in, into cameos, but we'll we'll save it. But or you can you can say her name, but that she played in Reno Nine One One. She was the blonde-haired woman in Reno Nine One One, really funny. But she, her friend says, her that um, that Drew Barrymore, Lauren's sons, the older one needs a girlfriend, and the younger one needs Ritalin. So I, she kind of oh, like yeah, sums yeah, it up yeah, for okay. us. I feel like before we even true have to like get, really get to know either of those characters. Yeah. So like, okay, that's the situation. That is the true. older one is really obsessed with the babysitter. Will yeah even like cut out her face and paste it on uh, nudie magazines and and things like yeah. that. So uh, oh, that's right. And they uh, that reminds me of another scene in the movie. But go on. Uh, and then so her two sons and then Adam Sandler has three daughters I don't remember Drew Barrymore's sons they're kind of forgettable the names they were just like standard names but um, the daughters are Hillary the oldest who Adam Sandler calls Larry Espen yeah Espen also a bit of a tomboy Um, yeah and then um, Lou uh, who is the youngest girl and yeah. so uh, if you can't tell there's this interesting thing where adam sandler is stuck raising three daughters and drew barrymore is stuck raising two sons and if you know anything about gender essentialism that's really tough to be able to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
true, yeah. She doesn't it's know what to... Damn near to, impossible. Yeah, the boy's running around and whacking off. and Adam Sandler taking his daughters to the barber yeah. to get their haircuts, you know? Cause yeah, right. He doesn't know. Little, um, yeah, and that's a problem with the older one. She's kind of a tomboy just through default. I guess just through her hair. She doesn't even have, like, those kind of interests, really. Well, she's it's a really like great basketball haircut. player. Oh, okay. Is that right? I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, she has that, like, moment where she's just kicking ass playing that basketball. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then Adam, also, and then, like, yeah. the guy, there's a, okay, so they're at Africa, and they figure out that what they're actually at is this kind of, like, it's called, like, the family moon vacation. Uh-huh. And it's for blended families, families that don't look like traditional families. So uh-huh. stepfathers or stepmoms or, um, it uh, is. What? It is. Yeah. I thought it was just for people to go and fuck. No, no way. I mean, it's definitely for that too, because there's a lot of talk about even, fucking. In that's that. why. That's why there's all the, uh, all the playgrounds and stuff for kids. Yeah. Because you're supposed to bring your whole family there. They'll distract the kids, and then the two people that are blending their family, uh, can like have a little alone time. Oh, don't even use this euphemism now. You've already said the F word. You know, I mean, we already have to rate this episode. TVMA. Oh, no. I'll bleep it out. I'll you bleep better. it out. You better. Make know, it like a cool, like, clown yeah. nose or something. Like, <laughs> wait, how do those sounds go? Whatever the sound is that clown noses make. Ah! Ah! Um, so, yeah, um, they say, like, different families and... Don't they say something about same-sex families too? I don't know. Um, I want to see. Think I saw any. They probably, maybe they did. But no, that makes sense. That's actually um, kind of clever. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's more of a conceit than I even thought. I don't know. I just thought it was a fancy resort. Same-sex domestic partners why, is what they say. They're like, so why, your stepfathers, uh, your stepmothers, your same-sex domestic partners. Like these are families that don't quite right. fit what is what is quote unquote normal and we're bringing you so, together and we're going to help you guys you know yeah, connect and feel this amazing experience as a family. mostly through fucking it appears but also <laughs> through some other bonding <laughs> things <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. um and so they're at this and um it's just you know a, a vacation with a bunch of different stuff going on and constant events and they have they want nothing to do with each other and every night they're stuck at a table with uh kevin Nealand, uh Hell who yeah. plays like an older well he is just an older guy um playing kind of an older guy and <laughs> his younger wife i think bunny might be her name uh-huh. um who's very I don't, I, I don't know she has like the kind of like ditzy playboy bunny kind of vibe uh and then his son who looks like i would say like well he just looks like edward from twilight like he's edward from twilight kind of guy like pale kind not goth but emo kind of vibe to him yeah Uh, really can't stand his stepmom um Mm. and hates the idea that he would call her mom um but uh i thought they uh kevin nealon and bunny uh, really turned in an A plus performance. Yes, one hundred. Yeah, I, for sure. 
and maybe we could get into some of the cameos now. I don't know if it's too early if we, we get, need to say more about the movie. I think we set it up. Okay, so I feel like we were a little meandering in the setup. It's still my setup, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, the scene I remembered earlier. They did actually have an encounter before they went to Africa. Drew Barrymore and Am Sandler. There was a date. Then there was a scene. They're both at the like the CVS or something trying to get... Yeah. Um, they both have to buy different things. Um, M. Sandler hilariously has to buy tampons. Um, Jeez. For one of his daughters. This teenager yeah. girl is having her priority. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. anyway. But <laughs> uh, uh, Drew Barrymore has to buy like a Maxim or something. <laughs> to or, replace like, the, the one, one that, that she ripped she... up when she found the babysitter tape to it. Yeah, um, for her teenage son. Uh in any way, they did, they run into each other, and there's a little bit of a spark, I think, but then they get pissed at each other. I don't know. Yeah. You see these little moments of spark, even on the first date. She, they, there was something they found out that they're both, I don't know, single parents, something like that. Yeah, there's little kind of moments where it's like, oh, this could be something, but. But then, ah, oh, no, oh, yeah, they can't stand each other. Yeah. yeah over <laughs> there's a third time okay. too so he has to return the credit card yes. to her and yeah. um and that does not go well either and that's when her, that's her friend sad. is there mm-hmm. as well and that's kind of when he overhears about the trip to africa um will say too that so it's it's important to note that as chris mentioned they are single for different reasons yeah Drew barrymore has a really shitty husband uh, played by oh. Ryan Seacrest, I believe it was. No. Oh. No, I, I don't remember that guy's his name. name. Yeah, he All did uh, he was e on Talk Soup. No, he was on co- yeah. Community. Jeff yeah. Winger from Community. <laughs> Jeff I can't Winger. remember his name. But Jeff Winger. Cynthia have been watching, uh, well, she mostly she has, but re-watching some Community. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Anyway, that's it. That, uh, that show is delightful. Yeah, uh-huh. I've heard it's really great. My brother really went good, through yeah. the whole thing, and he, he liked yeah. it quite a bit. And it's the yeah. guy who did Rick and Morty, so it can't be that bad, right? Yeah, Dan Harmon was one of the um, – or he was a major creative voice on it through much of the show. And I think he was – He left and, and then came some, back. Yeah, whole other thing about that. But anyway, rewatched a little bit of the show recently. Really enjoyed it. Uh, I guess – I was going to save it for later, but I've been watching Joel McHale, who plays the shitty husband or ex-husband in this one. been watching Kevin Nealon on the show Weeds. I mean, Cynthia are oh, also watching yeah. uh, or re-watching. Um, and also, delightful performance mm-hmm. uh, in yeah. that show and in this, Kevin Nealon. Uh, I have more to say about Kevin Nealon. <laughs> Maybe Uh-oh. I'll say it now. We never got to why Adam Sandler. He is made single, a cake but... out of penis, <laughs> and oh, he God. put his Call tongue back. on it. It was weird. Callback um, to our Hotel Transylvania episode. <laughs> <laughs> Another deep cut. Yeah. Nothing uh, but. Kevin tonight. Nealon has a show called Hiking with Kevin Nealon on YouTube. No. I've no. never. And it's just him going on hikes with different people. And he has oh an episode where he goes on a hike with Adam Sandler that I was oh watching a little bit of just before we started recording. 
That's cool. him and Adam Sandler going on a hike together. Uh, and they just chat. Nothing. It's not like a heavy interview show or anything. They're just chatting. That's really I, I cool. I thought it was also delightful. Yeah. I think anything with Kevin Nealon's probably pretty delightful. Yeah. He um, seems Adam like Sand- a- Adam Sandler's wife is dead. We were stringing it along too much. Not the not the actor, the character. Oh on, uh, God! On uh, on the movie Blended. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. Because I always yeah. Well, I before each episode I always check much, in yeah. with you to see how yeah. his family's doing, right. and you said they were fine. Yeah, and that, I should have said Jim's that. Jim, the Adam Sandler yeah, character. Please. He is single Ugh. because his wife died. I'm sorry, Justin. No, it's fine. Um, what are you I, saying about Kevin Nealon? <laughs> Well, no, now my mind is somewhere else. Uh, And it's on the dead wife trope, which I wish I knew how many Adam Sandler... Let's just do a rough estimate here of how many Adam Sandler movies have involved a dead wife. Okay. So definitely Reign Over Me. That might be the first one, though I can't remember if there's anything before that. Yeah. Hotel Transylvania. Hotel Transylvania blended <laughs> blended uh-huh. okay maybe it's not a trope yet i don't know but let me think here uh, oh uh i now pronounce you chuck and larry yes okay now it's starting to oh no that's something. that's uh that's that is technically that's, kevin that's true kevin james's wife but is, still yeah. a major actor and yeah you know it's yeah that's been their move. It seems like there's something there. Yeah. And before that, they ha- their recurring uh, thing was to have Adam Sandler, the Adam Sandler character's girlfriend, leave at the beginning of the movie because he was too immature to yeah. set up his maturation journey. Now it's that his wife has passed on before her time uh, to set up his... A different maturation journey, his, I guess. His second his zing. moving on. Yeah. yeah. His second zing. Yeah. Callback. Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Have you heard it yet? you got to check out you the Hotel gotta Transylvania episode. you got to check out that episode. episode. Rated five. one of our best by Hotel us. Transylvania episode. The Grown Ups 2 episode. The Grown Ups oh, 1 episode. These are the ones so you have good. to listen to to understand any of our Absolutely. bits now. Uh, probably and the, the Wedding Singer one. And the Bedtime Stories. Dates, and the Bedtime Stories. The introduction of the crossing the plane bit that we always do. Absolutely. I think think that's when it happened. Um, So I will say in my notes I wrote, the dead wife has replaced the impatient girlfriend. Oh, nice. And that was the thing. is like, it's not that, I mean, unfortunately, all of these women who left Adam Sandler in the earlier movies are proven wrong. Because apparently all they needed to do was like, love him enough to get him to change his ways or like to work with Mm -hmm. him through this moment and then he would be successful and everything would be fine Mm -hmm. and if you remember way back to big daddy which i think is a perfect example of this we have that um call back to the ex-girlfriend because she leaves him at the beginning and then at the very end she is working at hooters Mm -hmm. which is not a good thing in the adam sandler universe or tends not to be although um I think, I think ultimately there is something to be said about Hooters. In this movie... Yeah. It turns out... Yeah? I don't remember. 
But it had okay. to do with Hooters. <laughs> so it's a re- it was a pretty good. They did a good job of just kind of like making it a Hooters and then mm-hmm. letting us forget. And it's like that guy's still kind of shitty. I was thinking like, why not make him bad in another way? That's like why not just make him like really awkward or something? But he just acts like a mm-hmm. typical shithead guy. But right. it turns out his wife choked to death on a bunch of chicken wings at Hooters. So. Oh my no. god. No, and she died of cancer. the moment. She, she di- <laughs> Aren't you going to eat those wings? Um, she this is, died my therapist of- recommended this amazing. <laughs> I've only got one more uh, uh, 50 cent wing night to go before I can finally say goodbye um she died she died of cancer but what uh she used to work at hooters and that's where they met and Mm -hmm. so he has this like and she was a man actually no it wasn't that she used to work there she was a manager at the hooters Mm -hmm. and so he has this like obviously kind of deep connection and knows everybody there and gets free beer and apparently is just like a nice guy there but for whatever reason didn't think it was necessary to explain Hell yeah! The old, uh, what's it? I'm doing the Donnie, uh, whatever, Donnie bit from. Yeah, that's the, my uh, boy. Top six episodes. That's my boy. Hell yeah! Top, definitely top to six. It. Definitely top six. I love that uh, we hired that brand manager who gave us so many cool ideas about different, uh, mm-hmm. different things we can do throughout our episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate the. One. I hate that you're having to drink so many LaCroix in one sitting, though. Yeah. I guess just that <laughs> might give you a little, you know, acid reflux or something. That's I don't true. Know. That is true. Anyway. Um, okay, let's... Um, Go for watch. Did you see him? I did see him, Justin. Yeah, you sent me a you sent me a screenshot of your mm-hmm. computer, so I know you saw him. I saw him too. Um, Alan Cover is back in this one, probably his I don't even know 18th yeah. Adam Sandler film mm-hmm. or something. Very yeah. brief role. He plays Ten Second Tom. Uh, he says to the person at Walgreens or wherever Adam Sandler mm-hmm. and Drew Barrymore are picking up their. Uh, tampons and maxim hi i'm tom and the lady checks him out and says okay hi i'm tom and he says and she says yeah i know you told me and then he leaves and they check out and then when they leave he comes back and he says hi i'm tom um which i thought was cool because that is also a reprisal of his role from 51st Dates, where mm-hmm. he played 10 Second Tom, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool after I read the Wikipedia page explaining that and reminding me that that had happened because I had uh, already forgotten. You didn't remember that? I you didn't, didn't catch remember that? that? No. That must have been no. so just like out of nowhere for you. Yeah, I was like, well, that's kind of funny. I'm glad they threw that in there. Huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Weird guy was, uh, in the store. Okay. It was definitely probably one of the biggest failures of my life. So, <laughs> I. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> no, you're like no. Trust me, they've been bigger. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not the only uh, reprisal that we see from a uh, no. Adam Sandler Drew Barrymore movie. 
Let's hear it. Did you catch this one? Oh, yeah. This is the one that uh, tipped me off. And then I uh, started uh. looking around on Wikipedia and found out about the 10-second Tom. This was great, though. This was this was real sly. You're talking about s the Sandlers, right? Jackie Sandler is back in this one. And the Sandler girls are in this one, I'm too. I'm talking about fucking Drew Barrymore. No, oh, nuts. shit. I forgot about Drew Barrymore. Damn it. I really am numb nuts. Throw another clown honk in there. Uh, I can't even make the sound, and it's oh, frustrating me that shit. I can't. I can hear the sound. Brinker. No. Brinker. I'm um, a freaking chicken. No, you're talking about, uh, is it, is their name Alexa Arquette? They're, that is their name. Okay. Do they play a piano? Do they dress up like Boy George? Yeah, and they yes. play, uh, like, a keyboard piano. Yeah, although yeah. do they ever play it in the movie? In this? Yeah. Yeah, aren't they playing? Oh, like they do, the like, a baseball theme. Yeah, this is the um, genderqueer uh, character and performer uh, in real life from... Uh, the wedding singer who plays in the wedding singing band uh and i believe in our uh seventh best episode the wedding singer uh, <laughs> we it's did talk about that. how uh okay um we did talk about how uh it was neat that they it, the movie, the joke didn't seem like it was just like oh look this person in our movie right it was more, a little more just like they let them just kind of be in it and just be, just exist. Right? Like, wow. Yeah, very progressive of you, Adam Sandler. Just yeah, let right. someone well, be just, in your movie right. without being. Especially you, you let someone who's not, um, you know, your definition of normal be in your movie without heteronormative shitting or, on them the yeah, whole time. Yeah, normative or something. Yeah. I, I mean, I loved it. And I loved it because in The Wedding Singer, they will only sing uh, – do you really want to yeah. hurt me? Yeah. And in this, I was really hoping that they would sing it in this, but mm -hmm. that didn't happen. But that's okay. It was really quick. I, yeah. It, it wouldn't have made. I don't know that it would have made sense, really. Yeah. But well, then again, doing, yeah. Does anything oh. in this movie make sense? Are we doing cameos? Cause yeah, let's hear them. Got a few more. Fire them off. I, I know we you got, got the. We got Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, working at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah, this is his. We would we would think second, right? Yeah. Right, because he was in Grown Ups too. But yeah, I was looking on the internet today. Oh my god! Actually, he was also in Jack and Jill. He had a very quick little bit. He was. I don't even really know the context. He was in like was an ad, he was doing an ad, I think, for the um, Adam Sandler, the ad executive character. But was that what he was doing? Or was he playing with the Lakers and Kobe Bryant? I think he was, He might have been playing with the Lakers, too, when they go to the Lakers game. How long did he play for? Anyway. Um, 80 years. <laughs> he would still be there if they were having one. Oh, NBA playoffs right now. They're boycotting. That's actually Holy really shit. cool. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, awesome. Really cool. This episode will come out in like November or something, so yeah. we'll already know what happens. Uh, <laughs> you'll already know how the Blazers fucking killed them uh, once the uh, uh, games oh, got back on, goes. once the protest was over. Chris originally but, wanted yeah. to do a uh, Trailblazers podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I said I don't watch Damian basketball. Lillard, you baby. only watch yeah. the Trailblazers when they make it to the playoffs. And he's like, "That's all we need." I don't know if you knew that for sure, but I actually only watch uh, <laughs> basketball, and I only watch the Trailblazers when they make it to the playoffs. And that is the one time that I watch basketball in a year. <laughs> I don't know if you actually knew that, but that's actually true. Actually, I do. I said it not knowing it, but now that I think about it, I do remember a conversation we had like a couple years back while watching a playoff game at Circle uh, because, yeah. yeah, that's the only time I'm interested in watch. I mean, uh, if it's on, I'll watch it, but, like, I do get excited when it's like, oh, something's on the line. Like, this loss, you know, you're right. in a tournament right now, and this, this win or loss um, matters in, like, a very immediate sense. That's, right. that's the only time that sports really means anything to me. Yeah. Um, anyway, but he was doing one, an ad. He was doing some – he was doing something very odd uh, with – a can of ham, I think. Oh, okay. And kind of like caressing it, something like that. That's um, kind of sounding familiar. Yeah, really quick. I don't think I caught it the first time we watched the movie, or only time. I was gonna say what? <laughs> it wasn't until the fourth, uh, maybe the fifth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I just wanna. I'm just take this serious. That's fair. Anybody? Any other uh, key cameos you can think of? Terry Crews. Oh man. Terry Crews. Yeah, yeah. That was cool. Just for the record, nobody edited that. He just did that with his voice box. With his throat. That was sweet. But yeah, Terry Crews. I thought Terry Crews was really entertaining in this movie. He is always entertaining. He is always entertaining. Yeah. I it's because he yeah. can make his pecs flex really cool yeah. and he can dance really good. Mm-hmm. But he just goes into it. Shaq is also just going in, it's like leaning into being weird and goofy. Yeah. Uh, another Shaq thing that I saw today was this is what I did, and this is how I pre- prep for the episodes. But I watched Shaq. Um, like green screen himself into other Adam Sandler movies because I was trying to what? figure out how many Adam Sandler movies he had been in and so you can watch a video of Shaq uh, taking the place of the little boy on Big Daddy what? <laughs> and he like does the bit <laughs> oh my he does God. some of the bits from that and some of the other movies <laughs> why does this exist he's, in the world? I don't know he's, yeah but he's he's given his all but it's almost a little bit I don't have a complaint over it, really, but I don't think he's an actor, maybe. Hmm. So it's just, it feels like Shaq doing weird things that... You uh, mean like Adam Sandler? (laughs) I just think Terry Crews becomes the character. Shaq always feels like Shaq, which it's fun to see, like, a basketball player, like, kind of play against type and be like, I'm actually really goofy, I'm willing to do a really strange... Uh, things yeah. um, that's a lot of fun to see but uh, Terry Crews I feel like he like at least in this I was like I don't know he's selling the role to me he's the singer at the um, resort that they go to he has a bunch of backup singers and he does a really good job and every time it, people are blending uh, as they say which is not just a euphemism for sex like I thought in fact it's a euphemism for uh, mixed families getting together. Yeah. <laughs> or not traditional <laughs> families getting together, which makes more sense. 
But uh -huh. um, uh -huh. uh, anytime anything like that's happening, he comes along with his, uh, his sort of acapella group and sings about uh, what's happening. And it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I really like Terry Crews in this. Um, I actually feel like this one didn't have quite as many cameos as I would have expected. Um, but I, I did know another, like, uh, in terms of, like, mainstays that we often see. Jonathan Longren is in this one very briefly. He's, um, yeah. he's the umpire at the baseball game at the very end. And so okay, yeah, one that. of the arcs, yeah. I almost made a joke and, like, started this um this episode out by describing the movie and saying this is a movie about a young boy who isn't good at baseball and it's about he how he learns how to play the game and takes his team to the championship game because in a way that is also what this movie's about because Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore kind of a foregone conclusion spoiler alert they do get together after a very tortuous two hours blending but at the very blending fucking um but at the okay. end is not what they're doing uh at the end the boy who sucked at baseball and had tantrums and stuff ends up thanks to adam sandler learning how to play the game a little bit better learning that part of it is just intimidating your opponent uh and he wins the game and that was kind of like the the send-off moment in the whole movie it's like okay now you know it all worked out and they can be together now. And I don't know, there was a weird way that like where that was structured as a major plot point when I didn't care at all about that kid in baseball. I mean, I didn't care at all about the baseball game. I cared about the kid. He was a child. Of course I cared. He didn't care about that kid. No, I didn't but really I, care either. Okay, good. I'm not, I'm not so bad. Yeah. Um, so any other key cameos like Adam Sandler's daughters, one of them plays, um, the sports announcer um, at the baseball games, and then That's I can't. Neat. That's right. I can't I remember what the yeah. other one plays, but Jackie Sandler is in it, and she um, mm -hmm. is complaining about I think her ex-husband uh, at one of the events where the women go, the women go to, or mostly the women go to. I think mm -hmm. Jim is actually there too. Um, I'm trying to think of any other okay. big name, big names that stood out to me. But not a lot. Um, Nothing comes to mind. I think there might have been a few that I, when I was looking at a page about this, but they were. Was was that a uh, was that Papa John who was uh, talking shit about the young boy playing? I think his name's Tyler actually, but um, was that? Was that Papa John and uh, Steve Buscemi's brother Doug Buscemi, who that's were? Right. Wait, that's real. Huh? It was Steve Wait, Buscemi's that's real. Brother. That was him. Yeah. I just made that up. What's his name? I don't know. Doug. Holy Buscemi. shit! <laughs> I have to look this up. I made that up. Well, I wrote I, Doug Buscemi question mark. That was a total joke, because that guy looked like Steve Buscemi, and I was just making a joke Buscemi. like, oh. That is Steve Buscemi's brother. Yeah. Holy that shit! Up. That's a good one. Uh, wow. I thought you were saying that was Papa John. Yeah, the the guy next to him. I don't know who either one of those guys were. Oh. I just... <laughs> what? Because uh, I've been editing the Grown Ups 2 episode, and uh, we talk about Papa John's in that one, too. 
one of our best do episodes. We really? It'll be out by the time this is out. You can go back and check that. Yep. Yeah. Talk about that. Do we? Uh, do we talk about talk about Shack? Shackaron, Shackaroni Pizza. Yep. It's you all know, there. I, I heard that in another podcast, but then somebody uh, told me. I was talking to somebody, and they also mentioned it, so I know it just exists in the world. It's Are you sure they didn't just listen to that other podcast, though? Because we can't steal jokes from other podcasts. Oh, I'm positive, and we can, but I'm positive <laughs> they don't listen to that podcast. We can? Oh, yeah. Good Hell, shit. yeah, we can. Okay, so the guy – okay, Rob Moran is the guy who plays the one dad, um, and – or the the one baseball dad who's a shithead, and then the okay. other guy is Michael Buscemi. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That's wow. a fun one. That's great. What a great. Yeah, he looks like uh, he looks like Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Anybody ever notice that? I don't know. Anybody ever notice that? It looks to me. He looks like Doug Buscemi, but. Yeah. yeah, I wish it had been Doug Buscemi. I would have been really excited if I just nailed that name. Yeah. Um, um, so we did our cameos. Uh, we talked about the setup. Yeah. What else you got? Well, um, you know, if we wanted to, I could. Uh, we could. What What do you think of this movie? I mean, I think it's like I said before. I think it's doing kind of the same thing we saw and just go with it yeah. we've got this kind of we're kind of thrown together we don't really want to be but let's see how this works isn't and there even, yeah i was just gonna say isn't there even a bit and just so and just go with it they have to do like a dance contest no they have to do a couples jennifer aniston and adam stanley whoa spoilers for just go with it folks i'm sorry but uh oh. <laughs> they, they end up together <laughs> Um, and just, just go with it. They have to do some kind of. They're in Hawaii on a vacation, and they have to do some kind of uh, show. You're the best couple by like dancing or something. And picking that, up a pineapple with that your does butt or something. Too, yeah, with, against Dave Matthews, who we haven't seen for a while. And I don't know what happened there. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I wish they were friends still. I remember but. you were like, "Hey, if he's in this one, can I start doing a, a Matthews watch, Dave Matthews watch?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, we have enough bits already. No." <laughs> what would it be? What would the music for that be? Um, I'm not confident in my ability to imitate a Dave Matthews song right now. Ah, uh, yeah, that's tough. Um, Just like, I did it. Yeah. I did it. Guilty as charged. All I can think of is uh, Jesus, oh, What can you think watch. of? Um, all I could think of was the cover of uh, Paved Paradise and put up a parking lot, which you already told me was County Gross <laughs> in our eighth best episode. Just go with it. Or, yeah, that or, was... the, or the one before that. I don't remember. Maybe but Jack he, and Jill. Um, Zohan? Zohan, that was the one. That was the okay. one. Our ninth best episode. Yeah. Um, man, this feels like our last episode. Are we done? <laughs> no, but maybe we'll like do a re uh, like a reboot for the next one and be like, this is our first Adam Sandler movie that we've ever watched. I like that. We're yeah. gonna go in cold. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, so I, forget. in terms of humor, this was kind of like a rom com, and I thought there were um, some funny moments in it. Um, 
I liked when uh, so there's a moment that we talked about before when Adam Sandler's or when Jim's daughter Hillary, whom he calls Larry, is doing a really good job playing basketball, and then she sees that Edward, um, is it Edward Cullen? Is that his name? I think that's Rob Pattinson character's name in twilight that's the twilight character yeah okay yeah so uh she sees that guy and all of a sudden she can't be good at basketball she has to like play like a girl and then she just starts Mm -hmm. dancing around Mm -hmm. and adam sandler and you know you're just watching this happen and adam sandler's gem is really confused and then at some point he says are you are you voguing and and that got (laughs) me for some reason i just Uh, thought that was funny like this kind of thing that like of course a 40 year old guy that's going to be the first thing that comes to mind for him um, I thought Kevin Nealon was consistently good. Uh, yeah. He's very much about, um, you know, being in the flow. And at one point, um, the the daughter Espen. So Espen sees her mom. She's she, she's invisible, but like Espen believes that mom is still there and mm-hmm. around. And so That's Espen right. needs mom to sit next to her. And at one point, she's complaining that she doesn't want Drew Barrymore's son to sit in the seat because her mom is sitting there. And Kevin Nealon's like, okay, ignoring it ignoring the weirdness and mm-hmm. bunny is kind of like nodding her head to him like yeah that's what we're doing that's what we're doing we're just gonna go with it it's fine um at another point um adam and drew or uh, jim and lauren get upset with each other and um kevin says something along the lines of like all right all right getting weird getting tense okay just gonna leave gonna leave the table now uh, and i thought it was really funny and i you know, I don't want to do a disservice to the bit, but I think now is a better time, no better time than now to say that we are now crossing the plane. Okay, so there are just too many things in this movie, obviously. We have these cameos from previous movies like mm-hmm. Fifty First Dates and, um, and, uh, um, the wedding singer but the other thing that we have and we've had periodically throughout this show uh, throughout this filmography is kevin nealon returning and playing this kind of guy this very easygoing go with the flow it's all about the circle and he even comes in to like say these kind of things and so i i have a theory that i actually went on a run i went on a run yesterday after watching the movie and i just thought i'm gonna like rid my mind of anything and on this run i'm just gonna think about what does all of this mean what does all of this 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 information this content that i've ingested over the last two and a half years doing this podcast what does it all mean and i don't know but i I think Kevin Nealand is the answer. And in some way, I'm just kind of like checking in here. I'm letting you know that like there's something going on with Kevin Nealand's character, um, his, his characters who are really the same. Uh-huh. I don't think Adam Sandler's characters are all the same guy just like no. showing up. I think there are a bunch of different Adam Sandlers. Okay. But I think Kevin Nealand's character is actually the same person. And he is trying to help these different iterations of Adam Sandler recognize the connection between them all. Yeah. Like if you were to drop in, you know, if you, if you could look above the multiverse and see all the different versions of Chris or Justin, and you could step into one of them. And obviously you don't want to blow their mind and say, Hey, 
there are a bunch of other versions of you out there too, yeah. like trying to work through different scenarios. And like, there are all these weird connections where some are blending into other stories or, you know, connecting in and you just got to go with it, you know, and whatever you do, don't mess with the Zohan, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> but you're seeing all of these, you're, you, you can recognize all these connections and you can see the big picture and you have to try to communicate that to somebody else. And so it has something to do with, the circle and the flow mm -hmm. beyond that. I really don't, I, I don't know what it means He's yet, but I promise you I'm on the case. He's a guardian angel. Yeah. It's a guardian <laughs> no, what angel. What does that remind me of? That reminds me so much. It feels so familiar. The idea of, uh, Oh, and every God damn. And every different, it's like a movie where someone is reincarnated, but he, they keep seeing the same, person in every life mm, that sounds interesting yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't <laughs> know i'm writing it i'm doing it that sounds good write it, it down yeah. yeah are you talking about michael with uh, john travolta i don't think it's michael with john travolta but that does have an angel in it <laughs> yeah it does maybe that's why i thought of it so yeah. someone who comes back to life and in each life the person is there but kind of in a different yes setting is it 12 Monkeys with Bruce Willis? No, it's Joe versus a Volcano. And I was so oh. frustrated because, okay, he's not coming back to life, but um, Meg Ryan keeps showing up. And uh, I was really wanted it. I knew Meg Ryan played these different roles, and I really wanted it to there to be kind of a wink where it's like it's all the same person. And for some reason, as he's not reincarnated, he's just going on this adventure, Tom Hanks and uh, Joe. Uh, and okay. if you haven't seen it, uh, <laughs> but Tom Hanks, Joe is going on an adventure and throughout the movie, he runs into different characters played by Meg Ryan. And I knew that when I first watched the movie, um, but, and I was so wanting there to be some weird thing where it's like she winks or something. And it's like, it's the same Meg Ryan, but why is she, she just keeps showing up for some reason yeah she's like, like she knows she's in the story him. you want to yeah i don't know fourth wall break and it never yeah. happened no spoilers for joe versus just, the volcano plays three different the characters. volcano wins but um yeah damn that's kind of i mean Spoil that's fun still spoilers but I, I think i'm saving someone else a little bit of disappointment yeah if they were also expecting something to be made of the fact that she plays three characters I think you should write a novel yeah. where someone keeps getting reincarnated and dying and like in each version of their life there's Meg this Ryan. person. <laughs> yeah. 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 Why not? That sounds cool. Like, yeah. You know, write the story that you wanted to see. I was going to say I should just write a version like a novelization of Joe versus Volcano, but at some point the Meg Ryan character uh winks at the reader and says, "I'm the same character. I'm just like a guardian angel that sounds great and nothing else is different though it's the <laughs> everything else is exactly the oh, same yeah. it's just the there's like a <laughs> hell yeah it's like a 10 second moment and you just call it joe versus the volcano too the novel <laughs> the novel <laughs> i don't know if someone said a novelization of that movie i think if you write this though i wouldn't go watch joe the volcano i would just kind of try to write it from memory and then you know and then yeah. just kind of publish I, that i'm pretty sure i remember that movie 
<laughs> I think you do. Yeah. It's like it's a 15-page novel. <laughs> Joe the volcano. Nailed it. <laughs> so here's Joe. Um Tom Hanks. I just imagine Tom Hanks. He looks like that guy. And he's looking at himself in the mirror and the doorbell rings. Who who is it? Oh, he forgot he even ordered a pizza. Anyway, uh <laughs> Um, should we talk about how problematic this movie is or just kind of... Yeah, sure, go for go it. With, I, don't know where I, go I, don't, I don't really know where you're going with it. Well, but. I had two big things. Okay. Um, one is it really frustrated me. So, like, I think part of the idea with, like, blended and different families mm-hmm. is we're also going to, like, blend cultures. And so we're, like, coming to Africa and we're going to, like, blend with, like, these African dancers mm-hmm. and there are going to be these cool things and all this kind of stuff. Um, I think that's there's like a cool sentiment behind that, but I think you can just really easily tell how misguided it is because there's no one who had the people, the black people in the movie are all other than Shaquille O'Neal are all kind of typecast as exotic African people who have very Uh, thick accents and act in ways that are totally counter to kind of American people. Like you don't see, um, African businessmen or African like yeah. servants or anything like that. What you see are the kind of stereotypical African dancers and African performers mm-hmm. and um, kind of like an old lazy black man who doesn't really do his job very well. And I just thought uh-huh. like, I feel like if you're going to have all that stuff in a movie that's being, you know, that's, that's being released in America, why mm-hmm. not have some families that, that are also African-American families. Why not have like some biracial families that I I don't think they had, but you could correct me if I'm wrong, but like why not have a biracial family that is blending at this resort? Um, I think the closest they get is the, um, the kind of like West Asian, uh, maybe like Indian family in the movie that they, that they, to a couple different times mm-hmm. and maybe there is like a biracial family but it didn't there was no yeah, like that's a good attention point. given to it and so yeah. i just felt like it was one of those things where again the sentiment is right but you can it's just really misguided and poorly handled and i thought for an american audience could have been handled so much better and, and mm. could have been a great chance to like ex- show and like recognize that like biracial families are very common in the United States and they yeah. are perfectly fine. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. So that was my, probably my biggest thing. And then the other one, which is just a constant one. is like, as I kind of joked before, like the gender essentialism, but mm. in some way by the end of it, it was like, yeah, okay. The message is girls need women, boys need men. This is it. Like we have to keep repeating the mm. kind of mm. like gender roles that we, we have, we were born into. And, whatever but i did think that like the whole blended idea and the fact that ultimately um it's like i think there it's a step in the right direction to be able to say like boys maybe don't need their father maybe your father really is just a deadbeat and you and but there's someone else in your life who can fill the role that you want you know that that person that isn't providing the things that you need to prepare you for life in america maybe this other guy can do that. Maybe somebody mm. else can do that. I thought that was cool, but it's like, okay, that's like a really tiny stepping. You know, that, that's a really tiny step. Uh, you know, you're chipping away just a little bit at kind of the very 
normalized vision of like fatherhood and motherhood in America, but um, it's 2014 and I feel like you probably could have done a lot better, but I guess we got to deal with what we got. Yeah, 2014, flash forward to 2016. Jeez. What have we learned? <laughs> 2020. Don't have no expectations. Yeah. Do not, don't expect. Ever. Anything. Don't say, well, I expected better. <laughs> yeah. Never have any hope. Is, yes, uh, please, please. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and what I thought you were going to say was about um, they go to Africa and they don't interact with a person from Africa who's not in the tourist uh, service industry. Yeah. I thought that's where you're going with it. And I was going to say that that is true but also that is what those resorts are like yeah um, true like a true picture of those resorts yeah, yeah is that you would never ever see someone like intentionally you would never really see somebody that was just like a guy <laughs> yeah it wasn't there yeah. to like paint some kind of picture of like africa like mm-hmm. for you absolutely <laughs> like, like you're not really yeah you're not supposed to see that stuff uh so like yeah when i did watch the movie with cynthia we were kind of talking about tourism and it is this weird thing because even going so i've been to two uh countries well i've been to more than that but the two countries i remember kind of that were far away that i've been to as a tourist um both of them it felt like so I went to Thailand. There's a very intense tourist industry there that you, as soon as you get off the plane, you're like funneled into. And yeah. so you're like funneled through this tourist circuit. Uh, but even when I went to uh, the other country I've been to is uh, Portugal, which I thought might be a little bit, it's a little bit more relaxed than that because it is, uh, you know, Western Europe. But even there, it's like, oh, once you're there, you're like, you know, everybody knows you're a tourist. <laughs> so you're like, yeah. why don't you go over here? Why don't you go to this place? Like, I don't know. It's something about that. It's it's hard to break through that veneer. But then uh, what is on the other side of that veneer? Uh, I mean, uh, in a lot of places, it's the... Uh, we do live in some kind of uh, global <laughs> system where everything is kind of caters to... Uh, western like oh here i go again but western capitalism or whatever and uh so like that's part of that yeah yeah i mean i think um like that so i yeah, went that becomes a I big went, industry i guess but yeah, yeah you've I went, been to other countries too i've been to 90 different countries so i yeah, went I to you're insufferable that's why i, I never asked you about them yeah i know sorry so <laughs> i'll just kind of go through each one and kind of talk about my experience real quick <laughs> Please. Um, no, but it's I was just going to say, I had a good, I had a good, I had a similar experience to you and Tijuana where mm. I was like in San Diego and then we just crossed mm. the border and went into Tijuana and I immediately recognized it though. I was just, I knew like I am in a place where people recognize that there is like a tourist industry here. Like mm. part of what, how people make a living is by appealing mm. to me. And, um, and so I recognized that. But then when I went to China it was 
different because I was not in an area where there were a lot of tourists. Mm -hmm. And what I was confronted with there was just general indifference. Like no one really cared that I was there. And it was kind of like, I'm, these people are living their lives. The only time that they care that I'm here is when I am in their way and they would like me to move (laughs) because I'm like staring at the McDonald's trying to figure out what it said, you know, Uh. like I, and I, I don't know. I think those, those are like the two realities that we have to face is like when you are in an area that is built around trying to cater to wealthy white America, even if you are a very poor white Uh American, um, you are probably going to have this kind of, seemingly obnoxious experience of being appealed to and you know you know maneuvered mm-hmm. around yeah um, but the other alternative you know and then the other alternative mm-hmm. is you are just ignored because nobody cares that you're there they're just yeah. trying to live their own lives and you don't figure into that life so yeah yeah life's weird this has been um traveling <laughs> traveling time traveling time justin and chris yeah and what do, what do we need like traveling buds yeah cool man he winked he actually winked <laughs> i saw it he actually winked at the end of that song it was yeah, oh you know incredible. i only mentioned like one funny thing but um another funny <laughs> thing was when uh when Lowen Larry comes out uh-huh. um, and she's like she's gotten all balled up. So there are just several different moments where Adam Sandler does manly stuff with mm-hmm. with Lauren's boys or where Lauren does women, womanly stuff with uh Jim's girls, right? And one of them is mm-hmm. when she takes Hillary to get her hair done and get a dress and she looks really nice because Hillary wants that. She does actually want that. And so Lauren does that for her and then Hillary's late to dinner and then she shows up and she's like walking in slow motion and the song is mm-hmm. I'm Every Woman yeah. by Shaka Khan. <laughs> and so it's really great because it's like it's showing Hillary and it's cutting back to Lauren and they're like both just so excited because she looks so beautiful and it's like I'm every woman. And then it cuts to Edward Cullen, his character, and it's Boys to Men All Make Love to You. And like the yeah. cut was just so perfect that that really got me. I was laughing. Um, at that and then it cuts again to Adam Sandler and it's um, uh, it's Nirvana's it's the end of the world as we uh, know yeah. it All right, it's yeah, Nirvana man. it's definitely nir- Nirvana <laughs> oh okay damn I'm sorry no that's okay I knew you would never you like could you wouldn't be able to take that to your grave <laughs> tell Justin yeah, I don't know if he was kidding. I didn't even wait. I didn't even wait. It was REM. <laughs> no, um, I just I thought like, it'd be really yeah, funny I, if somebody thought I, that was Nirvana. I feel like I stepped in a net and was like slipped. You up. did. It I really kind of was a trap. trap yeah, it was a trap for somebody. Just somebody. Scared. Anybody. Yeah. What yeah. is the? What does that remind you? It's like they set a trap, but then they're like only this person that we're trying to catch can resist this and then the person it pans over and the other person saying the trap is like i want that thing though i don't know that's really yeah that was, it was like that it's probably from that's family also, guy or something but that's good yeah um <laughs> uh so that was a great moment um uh inadvertent humor was just thinking about the fact that jim 
lets the younger boy Tyler ride an ostrich. Mm-hmm. He uh, boxes the older boy. Uh, uh, he and he also um, shows up to the younger boy's baseball game unannounced. <laughs> I just felt like there was like this like sort of dealing with the psychopath, maybe serial killer kind of guy uh, vibe going on. If you're not, you know, in, invested in the movie, but from like Lauren's perspective, it's just like, uh, why won't he leave my kids alone? Why is he doing that? Uh, yeah. Um, I thought it was nice to see the theme, like the, the improvement on just go with it is that Jen Aniston throughout just go with it is kind of just there waiting to be saved. Whereas uh-huh. in this movie, I felt like Lauren was doing a lot of work helping out Adam Sandler and showing mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. they are actually equals in a way, you know, just mm-hmm. just different but equal. Um, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, any other funny moments that you thought of? Uh, no, but I want to go back to um, something I brought up earlier, ju- uh, which is that just go with it um, had the scene where they uh, have to do some kind of couple op thing but uh, I just thought it was very similar to uh, and that was that's like the spark where they like <laughs> I'm just I set this up I wanted to get back to it <laughs> it was about uh, like 45 minutes ago but um, uh, they set that up that's where the spark kicks off and now in this movie um, uh, they do the uh, massage they give each other massages oh, yeah, and they, they're yeah. in like a kind of like they're like, oh, we don't, we don't want to give each other massages. No, 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 and then no, no, the, no, no, no. Um, the instructor's like, oh, you're going to give each other massages. So they do. And, and then they both realize they're really good at massages. Yeah. And like, man, I could use this person. Like, I don't like them, but man, it'd be really nice <laughs> to have a masseuse around the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very, uh, oh, what do you call that kind of relationship? Toxic. No, where it's just like, oh, I'm going to give something out Transactional. Of you. Transactional. And then we'll put a little yeah. cash register sound in the background. Ching, ching, ching. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, please visit our Patreon, uh, where you can sign up for uh, interviews with you Chris know, and I. Uh, you know the movie, uh, The Social Network. Did you see that? And they with the whole thing. They're like, uh, yeah, it's about Mark Zuckerberg, and they're like, one of the guys is like why don't you put ads on it and he's like we can't put ads on it ads aren't cool and now you see facebook just like riddled with ads like it's only it only yeah. exists to steal your data and sell it mm-hmm. and also sell advertisements to you yep that's all <laughs> but, it is yeah and, and really it, and yeah. then the third reason it exists is to try to find other reasons to keep you on the site so it can keep stealing yeah. your ads and showing yeah. you uh yeah right so what i'm saying is that we're facebook because uh we're, we keep making we keep making fun of uh, the idea of having a Patreon for our podcast. You know that's coming. It is. Maybe not for it that Sandler podcast. Maybe for whatever comes after this. But, but you know, you know it'll never be one. gross. I can promise you that it'll never be gross. Why? It might, might be a little gross. Oh, okay. Why? Why? Because, because we only drink Coors Light, <laughs> Miller Light, the Fresh Maker. That's Mentos, but. Anyway, um, anything else we want to say about this movie? I, I'm I'm feeling like I'm I'm seeing the light at the yeah. end of the of a tunnel that I've actually enjoyed. You know, I went yeah. in; it was dark, but I I found my way, and now it's coming to the end, and I'm fine to chill out here in the kind of opening for a second. But if you're ready, we can we can walk on out into the light again. 
Uh, the only thing, just uh, I enjoyed the soundtrack. Um, I liked. Yeah. The there's a lot of uh, I think it's West African guitar music, mm-hmm. uh, but and also that kind of acapella African uh, singing. I don't know very much about it. It's just uh, I really like the sound of it. I'd like to uh, learn more about that sound. I know Paul Simon used the sound a lot on his album Graceland, uh, mm. one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, thanks to uh, Slayer and Megadeth, but <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> I wish that'd be cool. Was that I just a? Listen, I, yeah. listen, I just listen to fucking um, like I don't know, <laughs> punk or whatever. I'm gonna listen. Cool. I, I cool. haven't I listened to. <laughs> so Paul Simon is from Hall and Oates, right? funny sorry what? everybody no um i'll ch- i'll check out graceland i haven't listened to it oh, okay anyway yeah. one of my favorite um, albums i just really liked that uh the way they incorporated that sound throughout the way the, uh, yeah uh the movie and that's something that i think i talked about a little bit more in some of the older movies where i felt like the soundtracks would have a aesthetic like there was somebody really paying attention to and pick curating yeah. the soundtrack well we've got we've got like frank we got karachi uh directing this one again so he's back at, at the helm and, and I has think he done did he do the other drew barrymore ones yes yeah so you know there when you he's involved and now i don't know where the hell teddy castellucci is i'm starting to i mean like at first i was worried i don't know i guess probably i'm moving through the stages of grief but i'm like where is this guy why is yeah. he not showing back uh-huh. up because now I, I don't know that he would have been the best person to pick the West African music, but I don't know. Maybe maybe he know yeah. if he's really good at music. Maybe he's you know really yeah. good at picking that kind of <laughs> stuff out. I don't know. But yeah, the the song the like kind of uh, I wrote it down actually, but I I thought I wrote it down. the The title of the song I I'll pull it up real quick. Um, Wamkele Kili. Kile, yeah. um, Wamkele Kile. That's just yeah. a good song. I just like that yeah. song. I was singing it after, um, after I watched the movie, like all last night. I was, I had it in my head. Um, it's good stuff. Um, I really liked the CGI ostriches. I thought those were pretty <laughs> well do, done. You do like yeah. CGI animals. I, I keep an eye out for it, and the probably the best animals we've seen so far. Um, oh, I think so. And then I also liked that. I think increasingly. Maybe not increasingly, but it does feel to me like um, this movie was really trying to avoid making anybody the butt of the joke. Yeah. Like, kids get hurt and stuff like that, but I never really felt like there was one person who just had to, like, be teased and could never be redeemed and was just, like, the weirdo, Mm -hmm. which I think happens, you know, used to happen a lot in Adam Sandler movies. Like, if you look at... um, you know billy madison or something there are so many characters in there that are just weird and they're irredeemably weird there's just nothing Mm -hmm. you can do with it um and i thought in this one it was just like we don't need to have someone like that and we can still have fun and like make jokes at jim's expense and lauren's expense and like still they're like our redeemable protagonists Mm -hmm. that we care about and stuff so i thought that was kind of cool yeah Um, even the way yeah even the hooters um yeah i was like oh she's a man she used to be a manager at hooters he really does like hooters it reminds him of i don't know yeah even stuff like that it showed a little bit of maybe 
matur- maturation. Mm. I agree. I just, yeah, I agree. There wasn't too much that was just like, here's a, here's a strange person. We'll make them the butt of the jokes. Maybe the, um, I'm just kind of guessing that she's uh, Indian, but the Indian couple, maybe them. They flashed to them a few times. Maybe, yeah. That might be the a little bit along those lines, but for the most part. Do you remember the yeah. Do you remember the name of the guy um, who's helping them? The whole, the whole time, kind of like the leader of the, or like the manager of the oh, event. No. Um, I don't either. Um, but I thought that he was kind of like because he just keeps coming in and like can't say the name right and stuff like that, and um, he uh he'll, he'll be like, oh my bad, you know that kind of stuff uh-huh. when he screws things up. But then at the end, you realize he actually knew all along that they were yeah. faking who they were, that they weren't yeah. really dick sporting goods guy and his girlfriend so yeah i thought that was another moment yeah it, it really right. did feel like they were a little more cognizant of the fact that yeah you know like well, maybe maybe no one needs to be like the the point of ridicule mm-hmm. um so it's not just like you know i'm thinking like in i'll, I'll try to make this quick but like an anger management the um the trans prostitute or, or the cross-dressing prostitute uh. um is uh is like made the butt of the joke and then but then like ultimately it's kind of like oh but they're they're in in crowd too like they're they're okay though mm-hmm. i didn't feel like they ever needed to really do that or, or redeem anybody really because mm-hmm. there was just no one that ever came out as like the butt of the joke maybe the sleeping guy who, who's asleep a lot but i don't know just different kind of movie i felt uh-huh. like um w- okay so I, I think i've said enough um would you would you recommend this movie um well i thought it was pretty entertaining uh i'm kind of thinking i didn't (laughs) i don't know no i thought it was fine there's not nothing it was not a bad movie it was perfectly fine fine i mean if we look does that make it a recommend movie probably um, well oh i, I thought be. you were asking uh, it was a rhetorical question go ahead yeah no i thought it was fine i thought it was cute you know when we look back and we've got yeah. grown-ups Two, hotel transylvania that's my boy jack and jill just go with it and grown-ups like those are the last five or six movies we've seen it's kind of hard i, I mean i I'm going to call it now. I hope I don't jinx this, but I kind of think we hit our, our deepest Valley with, um, with that's my boy and, um, and Jack and Jill and probably just go with it. I can't believe you said that about my three favorites of the last I'm five. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Can I, by can deepest I, Valley? I mean, yeah. we got so in depth. Those were our <laughs> deepest dives oh, okay. into my own oblivion that, yeah. um, no, I just I think it. it, it I think it's I feel like almost, I'm picking up yeah. on a feeling that you have. Like, this wasn't so bad. Yeah, I could handle this. I wasn't it's, wanting to turn this it's off. Almost weird though, because this was like a normal, for the most part, normal movie. And if you think about those other ones, Jack and Jill, really strange. Mm-hmm. Mostly really boring. Mm-hmm incredible Al Pacino performance 
Amazing. Uh, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, or Grown Ups too. Uh, I was going to say Just Go With It also, but I don't know. For what, some reason, I liked that one. <laughs> yeah, that one was like, we were one. we were still kind of like yeah. on the ledge. Yeah. We were headed down, but we... Uh, Grown Ups too. No plot. None. Nothing driving the movie. Just like these scenes of interrelated characters in the small town. Yep. But also really dumb comedy. Yeah, like, Sherry Terry, amazing. Strange, yeah. <laughs> but just, Jacob from Twilight. Whoa, yeah. that's our second Twilight. Yeah. Well, I guess that wasn't really Rob Pattinson. Yeah. It might as well have been, though. Yeah. I could not tell the difference. Yeah, well, I bet his parents could have. Um, <laughs> I feel insulted, but uh, I don't know why. <laughs> but anyway, You're so not like, my dad. But yeah, so... But weird bad movies yeah. bad in weird ways they do something probably to you. when they came out probably when they came out people were like oh you know how people are like it's so bad it's good not like these adam sandler movies i'm probably pointing to these exact movies but enough yeah. times passed i think we can also say these movies are pretty weird too <laughs> like like i don't know yeah they really Maybe are you don't notice it but in our discussions about them it's like those were weird <laughs> They were bad in weird Those ways. Those were all and very, makes, very strange movies. And that almost makes them recommendable to a certain type of uh, person, but maybe not not in a really overt, like, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I'm just going to laugh at how bad it is way, but there must be someone. There must be some bad it's movie like It's almost like you have to be like, sophisticated enough, uh, and we aren't, to appreciate <laughs> how weirdly bad these are because these are bad and a, a really you you know they're not like the intentional funny yeah that's it's weird so i want to play a little game what do you think this got on rotten tomato what would you give this scale this of one to 100 what would you give this movie well i this one probably i would say in the 80s because 80 tomatoes yeah 80 80 tomatoes man 80 tomatoes 80 fresh tomatoes 80 fresh tomatoes <laughs> because i didn't think this one was weird or bad it was like pretty all right do i recommend yeah. that i don't know <laughs> i don't know either you know i think i recommend it to people who are in blended families <laughs> and and want to like think about it and i actually yeah. have somebody I, I in my life that i would like to recommend this to i haven't yet but like hey i think you'll like this and actually the youngest daughter kind of looks like your daughter so that's i could i could re recommend it too because it had some of the uh Adam Sandler goofball stuff, but I didn't think it was too, uh, yeah, it wasn't mean, which I liked. Here's what I got. Here's what I got for you. Okay. Okay. Well, first off, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 14. Okay, great. I was so, really close. Yeah. Nice. Because <laughs> when I saw tomatoes. that, when I saw that the other day, yesterday, I thought, Man. I have lost all frame of reference for telling whether a movie's good. This podcast is destroying me. I have no... <laughs> taste yes. i have no taste i cannot yeah. say anymore there's no way to say i don't know yeah i just don't know um and what was the other thing i was gonna say oh, that was even more important and now i forget i don't know what were, we, what were we just talking about let me go back in time back in time back in time what was I just talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. 
Rotten it was tomatoes. really important. Rotten it was tomatoes, so important. Man. Oh, Rotten. damn it. 14 tomatoes. This movie really Oh, and then you said you could recommend bad. it. Oh, I remember. This is when you would want to watch this movie. It's your fourth date, and the plan that you had originally is busted. You wanted to go to the zoo. Well, the zoo's closed today because the rhino got out, whatever it is. You, that was your plan for the fourth date. It's not working out, and you are deliberating, what should we do? Here's what you say. Well, this podcast I listened to said that if I was ever in this situation, I should go watch this movie, Blended. Mm-hmm. It's an Adam Sandler movie. They thought it was okay. They didn't really know. They couldn't really give a recommendation, but I think it'll at least be a fun movie for us to watch and, if nothing else, make fun of. Yeah. I think this would be a great date movie within that context i think you nailed it fourth date watch it on that date you kind of want to go why that's probably your first well i don't know i don't know how people do things but um, maybe that's were you getting ready to talk about blending blending god damn it you sick wank sick but uh (laughs) maybe you know that's when you have your fourth date at someone's apartment we'll say that yeah, and, uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> well, we could end it there, um, and if you want to end it there, that's great. But we could also just briefly plug that we have a Gmail if you want to get in contact with us. It is 4aspodcast at gmail.com. That's right. It's the letter A, but before that, the number 4. And then after the letter A, the letter S. So the number four, and then the letters AS podcast at gmail.com. We are always happy to take questions, concerns, complaints. If there's an Adam Sandler sighting you want to talk about, maybe you saw him on a plane trip. Maybe you thought you saw him on a plane trip but didn't, but just want to share a picture of him. Then uh, of the guy that you thought was Adam Sandler. That's kind of weird. Maybe don't do that. I don't think people like it when you take pictures of him also don't take pictures of adam sandler unless you have his permission too because that's probably really frustrating but anything just get a hold of us at 4aspodcast at gmail.com you can uh listen to this wherever you found this goodbye oh wait should we do it on the count of three okay i'll stop what Oh, okay, me too. I just want to say, on behalf of Tattoo, how happy we are to see you two lovers finally blending. No, not blending. We were just having a conversation. Just happy we haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> yes, yes, you are blending. Finally. Yes, you'll be touching. Like wine and babuti. All right, let's go get our beef on. And that mouth of pudding. All right, thank you. Oh, I think they're bleeding over there. Come now. Come now. They're bleeding over here. Yes.